to. Come on, blue line, let's go. Come on. That? That's the thing. It, Zoom never actually tells me if they're live. So there's always this weird thing. Oh, I hear you. I'm just going to assume that we're live and go for it. Well, let's do it. <laughs> let's see. I just, it usually pops up on my phone when it's live. Charles, am I live? It's the blue line's not moving. Charles. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's literally kind I of know. frozen. So I don't know if we're live. Charles, should I? Facebook, but not YouTube yet. So you're not getting it on YouTube. Okay, I'm just, so you think I'm live. All right, yep, people are there sure. on Facebook. It's not on YouTube, but that's okay. Let's get started then. Thank you guys. Hey everybody, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. As often happens on this show, a guest is a recommendation of another guest. And I don't like to show favoritisms. I've done about 315 interviews since the show start, but if somebody put a gun to my head, I'd probably say, that interviewing Elaine Lalane was my favorite just because she is the most precious human. And she said, you must have this guy on. His name is Jamie Brankus. She wrote a book with him. It's called If You Want to Live, Move. And he has a really amazing YouTube channel where like you can exercise like your whole body in like eight minutes. He looks amazing. I can't wait to meet him and hear his story. Please welcome to the show, Jamie. So thank you so much for doing this the day before a well, holiday. It's it's certainly a pleasure, AJ. And uh, you're right. You know, I got to tell you, Elaine, was such an effervescent uh, life. I mean, she is, she's so pleasant. Uh, what, what a pleasure it was to work with her. It was amazing. Yeah, I'd love to know how you actually got involved with her. Well, you know, I have to tell you, you know, going back, I've been doing this 30 years. I started my business in 1985, but uh, Elaine uh, and, and Jack certainly were, uh, you know, Jack was a mentor of mine. I, I just adored him. And he certainly was an iconic figure as far as fitness professionals. I had a chance of meeting him in uh, about 10 years ago, and I met uh, him and Elaine at a, uh, at a show. And I was introduced to Jack through Denise Austin, you know, of course, Denise Austin. And she said, Jack, this is the eight minute abs guy. So here, you know, hey, I'm, I'm uh, you know, let's face it, I'm uh, five foot seven and, uh, you know, it's fun sized. Jack was about five foot four at the time, right? So he gets me in a headlock and says, that's what's wrong with you guys. You only think there's one body part. And Elaine's laughing her head off. So I shared that story with her. I called out to California one day. And I said, Lane, you probably don't remember me, but I'm the Eight Minute Abs guy and helped a lot of people. But listen, I have an idea to do this book called, you know, putting the boom back to boomers. And I said, you know, what do you think? Let's, let's do this. And she said, honey, I love it. Talk to my uh, agent and let's get this started. And that's how it started. And it was just, she goes, I don't know how you got this number. She goes, I never answered this phone. And it was on a Sunday of all days. And it's it just amazing how that works. And, uh, you know, here we are. And uh, it, it, again, you know, Elaine is going to be 95 pretty soon. And she has so much energy. She edited the book with me by herself, by the way. And that's telling you a lot right there. So it's 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 amazing how accessible she makes herself to people. Oh, my gosh. A terrific. I mean, a terrific person. Really a sweetheart. Absolutely sweetheart. Definitely one of the highlights of my life. You know, I watched your YouTube channel and it's really fun and it doesn't take that long to do the exercises. And you, you, I love the way, and I'm going to post the YouTube channel that like you, you show modifications for people like, well, maybe if you need a chair, but what I really love is, you know, I wrote a book on weight loss. And one of the things I talk about is the importance of keeping a food journal. And you were really big on that. And you had such great witticisms. Like if, if you nibble, scribble, if you bite, right. I loved it. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's the truth because, you know, it's funny, AJ, if, 
if somebody's uh, not seeing results, it's usually by the fork and spoon. That's your best piece of fitness equipment, let's face it. And so I tell people, if you're not seeing optimal results, it's not the exercise, it's probably the nutrition. So there's probably sneaky calories coming in. You know, I usually with clients, I usually say, let's do a seven day assessment. Let's see exactly what you're eating. And again, if you nibble it, scribble it. If you write it, bite it, put it down, I don't care what it is. And they'll see patterns along with their, their nutritional habits. And it's all about habits, AJ. You know, it's funny. Uh, I've been doing this a long time and lean people lead lean lives and it's their habits which make them lean, right? It's cooking, eating, shopping, fitness, but more importantly, thinking habits. And so, you know, when I did the, uh, the whole eight minute abs aspect, it was the idea of time. You know, think about fitness. What's the first thing that gets pushed aside when you don't have time? We all have hurried, hectic lifestyles. It's activity. So I said, you know, at that time, what, 26 years ago, everybody was doing you know, 60 minutes of uh, aerobics and, and flying all over the place. And I said, well, you know what? Let's pare this down. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. Let's just start off with a little. Let's do eight minutes. But it's funny, though. It's not just any eight minutes. It's, uh, you know, more is not better. Better is better. And so we try to do this constant movement. And, and we obviously do a lot of resistance in those eight minutes. And the constant movement gives you the optimum program in the least amount of time. And we make it fun. We have little you know, quips and quips and uh, things that uh, keep them, you know, occupied their mind and disassociated when they're doing the exercises. So I, I do a lot of nutritional, uh, uh, you know, information and so forth and uh, we make it fun. I know. And you're, you're like, you're doing it and you're talking the whole time. I love what you just said. More is not better. Better is better. And then you always better say, better. get off your seat and on your, I mean, I love, because I love things that rhyme. I actually can remember them. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and you know, who was the, the father of that was uh, Jack LaLanne. You know, it's funny when he passed away, it's funny. His, his line about passing away, he says, you know, I can't die. It's bad for my image. And so, you know, it was really funny, but, but he was, he was great. And, and especially at all those little, uh, those little sayings, those Jackisms and LaLanneisms. And uh, one of the ones that stuck out to me and, and Elaine and I put this in the book was that exercise is king. Nutrition is queen. You put them together and you get a kingdom. And that theory alone, that ideology, if you will, is the basis for every single fitness and nutrition person that I know. Jack was so far ahead of his time, AJ. And here we are today, and the things he was doing 50 years ago, we're still doing them. So he's paved the way for everybody here. I, I agree. You know, I just opened up, the, I read the book when Elaine gave it to me, but I think it was maybe oh. six months ago, but I opened it up just at random. And the page, I got a quote by Elaine LaLanne, the food you eat can either clean you out or plug you up. And it's exactly <laughs> everything that I say, that there's a big difference yes. between these healthy, whole, unrefined carbs, like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, and not so healthy carbs, like sugar and flour and things like that. So I love that we're on the same page with that. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, and again, it depends on somebody's goals and objectives, but I always tell people, you know, of course, you know, losing weights most of the time is what people want. That's their goals. And it's a lot of times, as you know, AJ, what's out there is, is portion distortion, right? There's a lot of portion distortion out there. So in the book, we actually have a, a section called get handy, right? So we're saying, look, you know, your protein is the size of your fist, right? Right here. It's not the size of your fist, it's the size of your palm, right? They're three to four ounces. Your fist is the size of the vegetables. Your cupped hand is the, is, the, uh, is the carb, the starches. And your thumb is the fats. And so you put that together and you actually have a plan that actually works because you, know, you focus on, uh, depending on your goals, but you focus on calories in versus calories out. There has to be a calorie deficit no matter what. No matter what type of food that you like to choose for your nutritional habits, 
it still comes down to a calorie deficit. And that's, that's physics and that's exercise physiology 101. And that's kind of what we kind of uh, focus our whole uh, element of, of nutrition and fitness about that, it's, that it comes down to science and uh, you can't refute it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you said earlier that the exercise is the first thing people throw out, like when they get stressed or busy, because, you know, most people remember to eat, even if they're, even if they're busy and stressed sure. and most people take the time to sleep, but, but you're right. Why do you think exercise is like the first to go? Well, you know, I just think because we all have to eat. Okay. But you don't have to exercise. Now to me though, to me, exercise is not a, uh, is, is not a destination, it's, it's a lifelong journey. And so the, the bottom line with that is that I always tell people, he who has no time for his health today will have no health for his time tomorrow. So you have to spend the time and consistency beats intensity any day of the week, AJ. So we're saying, look, if you haven't done anything, get up and give yourself a few minutes here, a few minutes there. You know, American College of Sports Medicine, who I'm certified by the way, as an exercise physiologist says, Exercise is accumulative, little here, little there, it all adds up, it's like a piggy bank. And so the fact is, if you give yourself eight minutes, well then the light bulb comes off and says, well, you know, I got more minutes, let me do a double eight. So now you got 16 or a triple eight, 24 minutes, and that's how you get them started. To me, the eight minutes is a hook. That's what you need to do because everybody thinks, oh, I don't have time to do an hour. So now little bits and pieces, now they start feeling good. And that's the whole idea of the reshape, that moving, you have to move. Yeah. You know, I, I, you, you should have a calendar with just your quotes, consistency beats intensity. That's so true. Because I find like, if I don't do it every day, it doesn't get done. Like once I'm, I mean, obviously if I was sick, which almost never happens, but otherwise, if I make an excuse not to do it, then I'll, it's easier to make that excuse the next day and the next day. Oh my gosh. And, and, and that is, it's about excuses. And you know, and everybody dreams of a great body and a dream of great health. But a dream is just a dream. A wish is just a wish. If you don't put something behind it and a, a blueprint for success, it's not going to work. And so that's what we tell people. And, you know, success to me isn't about a matter of inches or pounds. Success is you start taking that first step towards a reachable goal. And if your goal is to get in the best shape of your life, you have to do a little bit of work. I hate to tell you. <laughs> and But the, the thing is, like I said, it, it's, it's the, the right type of movement. And the right type of movement for me, and again, uh, AJ, I'm uh, gonna be 60 in four months. The bottom line is this, you have to do strength training. Resistance is the key. Resistance absolutely is the key because you're putting on lean muscle. And as we age, let's face it, we, we start to lose uh, muscle tissue, metabolism goes down and you're saying, well, geez, you know, I'm eating the same foods. Why am I putting this weight in my waist and my, my arms, the back fat? Well, guess what? it's because the muscle tissue has dropped off. So we like to do a lot of resistance training. You're not gonna look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have to worry about that. We're talking about just a little here, a little there. It adds up and that's how you maintain and focus on, on what's gonna help you long-term. It's not a short-term goal here, it's long-term. That's why, just put the minutes, it, it's well worth it. It's, let me tell you something, it's not easy, but it's worth it. That's great. Did you want to show some of the things that you demonstrate for people to do in eight minutes? Well, I will tell you this. And, and you know, Elaine and I talked about this for days. Elaine's got about eight different exercises she does in the morning, AJ. I do a ritual every single morning. It's three things. And your, your listeners, your viewers can, can watch this. It's number one, I do push-ups, right? So I do push-ups on the bench or on the ground. So you do 
Now, I do 50, but you can start off with 20 every day. Now, it doesn't seem like a lot, but- Wait, wait, start off with 20. I can't even do one push-up. How do I well, start off with 20? No, 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 because you can do them on the wall. Okay, yes, I could do them on the wall. Or do them on a bench or a chair. Now, of course, advanced, you go all the way to the floor. But think about that number, 20, and you do it for 30 days, that's 600 push-ups for the course of the month by just doing 20. Then I do a plank, okay? Now the plank, of course, is just, you know, this for your abs. Now who doesn't want a slimmer, trimmer, tighter waistline, right? So the fact is, if you do that for one minute, now do it for 30 days, that's 30 minutes to give you a slimmer, trimmer, tighter waistline, that's worth it. Then we do the squats, right? So you're here, boom. Now, just like you're sitting in a seat, that's all you're doing, okay? Hips, buns, thighs, you do 20. Again, that's 600 for the course of the month. So those, and I call that the ritual, and that's in our book, because we focus on those three things. If you do that in the morning, it starts your day off right mentally, too, because now you've done something good for yourself immediately, and it only takes about a minute and a half to do. Wow. Well, okay, so I, I, we didn't get this question yet, but I know that I have an older audience and they sometimes have orthopedic things, a knee, a hip. Can you modify some of these things? Oh my gosh, for sure. And again, even, even the seat, and, and Elaine talks about this, she just did this the other day. You know, just hit your buns on the seats, okay? That's all you have to do, just like you're sitting up. So if you had a chair that had the arms, just push yourself up. Then if you have a chair that actually has wheels, move your legs up and back down and you can actually wheel yourself around, but always be focused on safety first. To me, that's the key. And you don't have to go down far, even if you're just doing quarter squats, just to get your body moving. Because AJ, if you rest, you rust. And especially some of your people that are my age, trust me, you have to move. That's and, a, and Jack, I love that. If you rest, you rust. I'm telling you, you need t-shirt. You need a t-shirt line. <laughs> well, th these these things are actually true. You you start you know thinking about them, and they're like, okay, right. I got to move. I know I have to move. And so why don't you do it right? And you know, there's a million other things. And we want to be the antithesis of some of the other programs out there that you're jumping and you're jarring the joints. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person that helps people. The the boomers. That's me. Okay. That's who I want to help. And that's again. There's 80 million of us out there, AJ, and not everybody's in great shape. So you, if, even if you're deconditioned, you can do something. And I'm telling you, the key is putting on lean muscle tissue as we age. That's the thing that I know works. And again, I'll, like I said, I'll be 60 in four or four months, four or five, whatever April is, five months. So the bottom line is, though, if we do this right, it works. Not 40%, 50% of the time, it works 100% of the time when you do it right. And you know what, you can use mom's tomato cans. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it, anything that has some resistance to it. Some people use books, you know, some people use heavier weights. It's okay. Whatever, whatever makes a, a, your muscle through a stressor. So you're putting it through a, a resistance. That's good for you. It could be, you know, again, tomato paste, milk jugs, water, weights, whatever it is, but just do it. Get in there and do it. Louise, you're going to love this comment, Jamie, from Louise. He reminds me so much of Jack LaLanne. Love this guy. Okay. Go figure. You know, it's not the first time somebody said that. <laughs> and even Elaine said, you know, you almost have a face, kind of a feature of Jack. And we're actually the same, kind of the same size. So it's very uh, interesting. But uh, let me tell you something. There's never, ever going to be another Jack LaLanne, though. Ever, ever, ever. And uh, that's, that's, thank you for saying that. I have to tell you. But uh, I, again, he was one of a kind.
And he paved the way for people like myself. Or we wouldn't even be in business. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Denise and other people are saying you're very inspiring. So yeah, that, that, that's very, amazing. Very yeah, nice. I really, I really did enjoy watching. I, the thing is, I watched your YouTube channel. I could have actually oh, done the exercises instead yeah, of just watching. Aerobics, right? You just watched. I, yeah, I know. I, well, because because I wanted to just get to know you a little better. But now that I think of it, it's like maybe I should have really done one of the sets. You know, a few. Absolutely, they work. I swear. You know, we try to do a real program for real people who have real jobs and real schedules and real families, but want real results, AJ. And you got to move. You have to move a little. But do the right thing. How do you work with people mostly virtually in person? Cause I know the gyms are, I don't know where, I don't know what it's like in Ohio, but here still gyms in California are large. You know what? I have to tell you, we had to pivot. I've owned this gym for the last 13 years and uh, all of our clients basically are baby boomers. But I will tell you once this thing hit back in March, uh, Ohio, Close to close it up. So we pivoted to a virtual programming and uh, it works just fine. Actually, it's, uh, you know, again, they don't have the, the machines like they would at coming to our facility, but we just want to get people moving and, and putting on lean muscle. So the virtual programs have worked and I don't see this going away uh, as far as people getting um, confident to go back into the gym for a while. So the virtual aspect is the way to go. Nice. Nice. Yep. Yeah. It's just fun. It works. 100% of the time it works. So great. But, Do you guys uh, have any questions for Jamie? I know that uh, Tammy's saying she's bone on bone with her knee. So she needs to have modifications when she does. Completely. And, and, and believe me, and because I'm certified through American College of Sports Medicine, I, everything is safe. It's effective. It's fun. Most importantly, it's fast. But the bottom line is we want to make sure everybody can do this. So, but here's the thing. And, and if you don't challenge, you don't change either. So you have to challenge yourself somewhat. And, but if you're in pain, you stop. That's one thing I can tell you, you stop completely. Um, that we don't believe in. You know, everybody said, you know, no pain, no gain. No, to me, train, don't strain. That's our, that's our motto. Train, don't strain. You are, you should have been like a song. You're, it's, it's, I love what you're. Break that down. <laughs> you, you know, and, and Jamie, have you ever heard of a, a doctor named James Hill or the National Weight Control Registry? Was he out of Colorado by any chance? He was. I just interviewed. So I do my, my this yeah. is this is my fun job, the show, but my real job is I, I work for an educational company and I host yes. summits. I just finished one on GI health. <laughs> Excuse me, but my passion is this one called the truth about weight loss. And I, I just interviewed him for the 2021 summit. And what you're gonna love this actually. What was really interesting is that he studied thousands of people over the years in this registry. And basically one of the criterions is you have to have lost at least 30 pounds. And kept it off. And they study the, the, the habits of these successful losers. And it turns out that, as you mentioned, anytime you create a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. So yeah. every diet that creates a calorie deficit, it, you're going to lose weight. So the thing is, is it's got to be the diet that the person enjoys that can, they can stick with because they can't do right. one diet to lose weight and then go back to some other diet. Right. right. But so, so what they, what he discovered, and this is mind blowing because I, when I used to be obese and I lost my weight without exercise, because at the I, time I did have a broken knee, but one of the, one of the things that all the successful weight maintainers had in common was that daily exercise was non-negotiable and it wasn't eight minutes. It was an hour. And yes. this is something that people really need to know if they're struggling with the weight maintenance part, because everybody can do the weight loss, but at 90, only 3% right. of the people apparently can keep it off. Oh, for sure. And, and AJ is a reason for that, because again, you know, losing weight's one thing, but keeping it from returning is the key. And let's go back to what I just said about 10 minutes ago was the idea that the reason why the weight sometimes creeps back up because, you know, when you have muscle tissue, 
let's face it, it covers up a lot of nutritional sins. So the bottom line is when you have a, a training program that deals with muscle tissue, well, then what happens is your, your, your muscle, it's funny how that works. It's burning 15 to 16 times more calories than fat. Okay. So metabolically, what it does in your system is amazing. And that's what you want to do. So in order to keep it from returning the weight, you have to have muscle tissue. Now, here's the crazy caveat to that is that your scale, though, might be off because your scale is saying, okay, you know, lean muscle tissue is, let's face it, it's more dense. So it takes up, you know, less space in your body, but it metabolically burns a lot more calories. So the scale might not change, but guess what? Your clothes are going to start fitting better. You're going to look better. You know, that's to me is the better indicator and gauge of how you're actually doing. So, you know, keep that in mind, you know, everybody out there, uh, don't fail by the scale. So, uh, that's, Oh my uh, God, there's another one. We got We got to, we got to keep a, keep a running list. This is amazing. <laughs> so we have a question from Dina. What does Jamie think of weighted vests? I use a 12 pound weighted vest for one of my daily walks. Good. You know what, AJ, it's a great question, Dina. I, I will tell you this, I don't have a problem with the weighted vest as long as you're not running. Now, here's the reason. If you're running, that puts a lot of undue stress on the, on the lower back. Now, I also don't like to have running with handheld weights. You know, you see people doing this with the weights and this. And again, you just have to be careful because of the joints, especially as you age. I'd rather you do your cardio, get that out of the way, and then utilize, you know, uh, weights for, or bands putting on the lean muscle tissue. But as far as the weight, the vest, it's, it's constant. It's not moving anywhere. So I'm okay with the vest. And, uh, and again, the theory is, of course, you're, you've got more weight, hence you're burning more calories. So there is definitely uh, truth in that. So there, there's, uh, there's no problem with that, Dina. Just continue to move and walk. You know, it's interesting is because some of the doctors I interview are neurologists and, you know, people tell you why you should exercise, but it wasn't until recently that we're hearing that it actually helps prevent dementia. Oh my gosh. I think it's well documented at this point. Uh, just the synapse that happens in the brain, uh, the endorphins that it's releasing when you exercise, especially, especially rhythmically. Um, I well documented in, in AJ. I tell you, I, I think, you know, there's more, coming out with exercise. It's not just physiological, it's emotional, it's psychological, that it's, it's really, a, it's an elixir for life. And in fact, you know, to me, it's, uh, it's the fountain of youth. You know, again, as you age, you start to, you know, you can't remember things, you know, and so your, your, your skill level starts to wean. Guess what? Exercise has been known to, to increase all those brain cells and so forth. So the idea is keep moving. If you want to live, move. Yeah, that's right, guys. I'll, I'll post a link to this wonderful book Jamie wrote with Elaine Lane. I also post an interview I did with her. It's just a tough sell, Jamie. It just seems like there's people that agree with you and do it, and then there's the rest of the world. Well, you know, it's funny. I I think it's starting to catch on a little bit, but you know, it, again, it doesn't even have to be formal exercise, AJ. I think it could just be movement, and that's what we're talking about. Just get up and move, and and therefore. Uh, you know, you feel good immensely once you start to move. And if you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting on the couch, nothing's going to happen. If you at least get up and walk to the uh, end of the driveway, at least you've done something. That's a good start. Anything to start. And, uh, and you can do it. And uh, here's the thing, you know, even people in wheelchairs, they're doing, you know, small handheld weights or bands and so forth. So, you know, you, 
there's really no excuses, especially time is not an excuse anymore. We've got the time. So make use of it for sure. Absolutely. So Dina also asks, is it better to do cardio before weights or is it better to do cardio weights together or is it okay to do them hours apart? Dina, good question. Well, it depends on your goals and objectives. Now, if you're running a marathon or your, your goal is to run a marathon or a 5K, well, then the fact is you got to really focus in on that specificity of exercise. So you have to focus on cardio, doing just cardio. If you're, uh, if you're trying to be a bodybuilder, well, then guess what? You've got to basically focus on resistance training a little more and do the cardio on the side. Now, to me, I like to always include both. And I like to have a fusion of cardio meets resistance together. And to me, that is the optimum program in the least amount of time. And that's a There's a couple components of fitness in that. You get cardio, which of course works your heart. You know, get your heart pumping and thumping. Then you got the resistance. The resistance is neat because we have to have that. But when you combine both elements together, and, and I think AJ, you probably saw a couple of those videos that we do that. You know, it's it's the best of both worlds. So the question is, uh, Dina, just do it. It, there's there's really no rhyme or reason. Just depends on your goals and objectives. But you you can you can uh, do resistance first and then cardio second, or you can combine everything together. It's it, again, unless I'm wrong, we don't have any uh, gold medalists out there. We just want to get you healthy and strong and fit, and that's what we're talking about here. So um, just keep what whatever she's doing, keep it up. <laughs> Great. So one of uh, Socorro says it, I exercise easily in the summer, but not in the winter. Any any advice on how to get motivated? I guess in the winter, maybe well, maybe it's cold where she lives. Yeah, I know. And then believe me, coming from Cleveland, I can tell you uh, we're coming into a period here of the next five months where uh, the weather's going to be a little inclement. It's not uh, it's not very nice out. And if you don't like winter sports like I don't, um, you have to do something inside. And it could be as easy, like I said, just to just to move around the house, doing you know cleaning, vacuuming, burns calories. You know the bottom line is you just have to stay up and moving. Keep in mind, it's about time. And I really mean it's about time. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. So again, you know, what I tell people is, is to, to look at your schedule and say, okay, what do I do by the time I get up and lunch? Then from lunch to dinner and from dinner to bed, put the sections off and you're going to see what is my daily pattern. And so guess what? You're going to see that you have time that you can actually spend towards exercise or fitness and your health. Okay, but, but section it off into three segments. And I'm telling you that works because you've got patterns there. Whether you go to work, whether you're retired, whatever it is, you know, you can spend less time on Facebook and more time just moving. You know, whether it's doing those squats or just moving your arms a little bit, anything to get you up and moving is the key. And so uh, just, just section your paper off. I'm telling you this works 100% of the time if you do it that way. And you just look and see what you, what you have on your plate, if you will, that allows you to either be healthy or not as healthy. It's up to you. Life's about, uh, it, it, you know, to me, good health isn't about uh, chance. It's about choice. So you have a choice every day. Okay, another saying. When it, okay, another, people are saying you need a, you need some merchandise to help inspire. That's funny. But yeah, I, you know, I got a few more for you too. But, uh, but no, I think that's really the key. If, you know, you have a choice. You know, every day, do you want to move or not move today? Do you want to have good, healthy nutrition come in or maybe not so healthy? And that's the other thing. I don't think you have to be perfect on this. You know, there's going to be days when you're not going to be as healthy as you want. And you know what you have to say, AJ? So what? It's one day. And uh, and that's the way I look at it. And uh, 
that to me is a long-term way of thinking. And, and I think that's where it has to be. And in one of my seminars, I'll have to share this with you. You know, 3,500 calories equals one pound of body fat. That's good for me, you, AJ, Dina, a lot of your, your listeners and viewers out there. So I give this one example and say, okay, Snickers bar, right? You got a candy bar. It's 260 uh, calories. Well, let's say you have a really bad day, emotional eating. You have 10 Snickers bars. Okay, that's a, that's a pretty bad day, right? So what happens? You do the math. You get 10 Snickers bars times 10, okay, times 260, excuse me, 260 calories. That's 2,600 calories. So what happens is you didn't even gain a pound, okay? But what did you do? To yourself mentally you're like oh my gosh i cannot believe i ate 10 snickers bars what's wrong with me i can't stick with anything don't beat yourself up you're going to have days like that and it's okay pick it up the next meal the next day the next week don't don't think you have to you know be perfect you know focus on progress not perfection and that way you're going to succeed long term that's what we're talking about that's the idea of renew in our book the idea of right mindset it's not a diet mindset and AJ, you'd be the perfect example. You know, you know, you lost your weight, you kept it from returning. And that's a, that's a discipline, a dedication, a determination that you had to do in your mind that shifted. And I commend you for that. That's, that is not easy. Not easy at all. Um, Karma wants to know, is it better to work out on an empty stomach or does it matter? Yes, it matters. Because here's the thing, especially the type of workouts that we usually do with resistance. And I'll tell you why. There's glycogen or glucose that's stored in the muscle, AJ. That's sugar, okay? And when you start to work out with weights or any type of weight resistance, the glucose gets depleted very quickly. And if anybody's ever had this where they've had a low glucose level, you get delirious because your brain needs glucose to survive. So what happens is, you don't feel as good as when you walked in the gym or on, in, your, uh, in your room when you were doing the, the resistance because the body's saying, okay, you fed me. I have no idea. I'm out of calorie. It's almost like a, a car that's on empty, right? If you have no gas in the, in, the, in the tank, it's the same thing with fuel. So remember, you have to fuel your body. Don't fool your body, AJ. There's another one. Put that one down. <laughs> yeah, that is, I'm telling you, you, you need a t-shirt business. <laughs> Fuel your body, don't fool your body. So yes, I, I encourage you to eat a little bit before exercise. Now, some people can eat five minutes before they exercise. Some people have to wait an hour, or hour and a half. You have to listen to your body and almost experiment with it, but do not go in empty, uh, empty handed. You gotta, you gotta put something in that tummy to make those, those muscles respond so you don't get uh, depleted quickly because it will deplete and you will have a low blood sugar level and you will have to tank, you feel nauseous. And that's no fun. That discourages from working out. Right. So here's an opposite question that we usually, we don't usually get this one. I want to move, but I don't want to lose an ounce. What would be good exercise for me to do? Great question. In fact, it's still the same exercise prescription, okay? You still want to keep lean muscle tissue. Now, here's the point. If you want to gain weight, it's the same principle as losing. Remember I told you 3,500 calories equals a pound, right? Well, it's the same way the other way. So the fact is you still have to eat healthier foods, but maybe in a, in a higher amount if you don't want to lose, okay? But the prescription is the same, and I'll tell you why, because that's, there's components of fitness. You need cardiovascular, you need resistance, you need flexibility, and you want to change your body's composition. So 
absolutely 100%. You just need to eat more good food if you don't want to lose the weight. But you have to eat. And, uh, and of course, you still have to do the, the components of fitness if you want to be fit and healthy and strong. And I'm assuming most of your listeners want that. Cheryl asked if you had videos on YouTube, and I just posted the link to your YouTube oh, channel. You've got lots of videos. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we've been kind of prolific with that. But it's funny, you know, uh, you know, when we did 8-Minute Apps and, and AG, this is going back to 1994. So this is 26 years ago. And uh, it, the fact is, you know, we've helped millions of people with that, that program. And I still get people that, that, that text me today or, or instant message me and say, uh, you know, I started when I was in high school with your program. I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm 30 some years old now and I, I still work out to you every morning. And it, it's what a gratifying feeling knowing that you, you've made a difference in somebody's life. And, uh, and I, that's why I wanted to continue that. But we've had like over 77 million views on YouTube, which is just crazy. That's amazing. I Congratulations. Kathleen says, do you need to eat if you're just going to go for a walk or is it only before strength training? What a great question. And again, resistance is, is one thing, but cardiovascular doesn't take the, um, the depletion of glucose in your system as much as resistance does. So if you're going out for a mild walk, I think you listen to your body. You don't have to have something in your system beforehand because it's rhythmic. So it's a different type of energy source that you need. But again, uh, if you're going out to run a marathon, well, you probably have to have some type of glucose in your system. Uh, but most people just want a little stroll. You don't have to eat, no. But if you want to work out with weights, you're gonna to have to at some point. What, what got you into fitness? I mean, I, you look like you're in really great shape. And what do you do for, what do you do for your exercise routine and how, how did you become this way? Like, it sounds like you've had these habits for a long time. I have, you know, AJ, I, I've lived this lifestyle all my life. I've never been overweight. I, I have a, uh, a background in uh, fitness, of course, but my, it's funny, my, my degree though is in mass communications, go figure. Um, but but um, I studied nutrition at uh, college as well. And I've listened to a lot of dietitians, but I, I've maintained this type of weight. I, I'm the same weight I was in, high school and uh you know i'm 59 and so I, I i certainly practice what i preach and but i do in a way i think that's uh, attainable i'm not a bodybuilder i'm just i believe in sculpting the body and whittling you know each muscle group boom 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 but i do the same things that i give to my uh my uh my clients it's the same type of work routines uh but here's the thing i don't miss i make it a priority to, in my life because i know it's important so that's the one thing I can tell you. I, I, I make it a, a habit to do it. And I, I, you know, you look at your day planner, everybody, and you see, well, where can I fit this in? And you know, there's times when you could fit this in. So that's what I have to do. I have to, you know, a busy schedule like everybody else, but I know that I could make the time to do it because it's important to me. And you know what? If it's important to you, usually make the time for stuff. <laughs> That I know. That, yeah, the, the, my mom used to say, if it's important, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. Completely. And there you go. Put that on a, a, a yeah. shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. Mom so Deb says, that. can you recommend exercises that are good to help people with their balance? Oh, great. I tell you what, as we age, let's face it, that's a big factor because people, you know, as if you're getting a certain age and, you're, and your bones are not as strong, and especially with osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, the fact is, there's things that we can do immediately. And, and usually, uh, I do a lot of uh, one-legged movements 
which here is I, I have a chair for balance and I go to touch my opposite foot, boom. And, and AJ, this helps so well with what it does, it builds strength through the hips. So it's a, it's a, it's a hip movement, okay? So you just, it's a joint movement, boom, you're down and just like that. That is great for balance. The other thing is just doing, we call it abbreviated deadlift. So you're touching your toes and back up, touching your toes and back up. Then one leg at a time, just a little, a little movement, just as a mini squat, if you will, it's a one-legged squat. And you do these exercises, you'll get your balance back because what are you doing? You're strengthening around the joint. You're strengthening your quadriceps, your hamstrings, your glutes, your buns, right? And so what happens is that helps you uh, with balance because you're getting stronger, not only strength-wise, but muscular endurance. So it keeps you upright and always have that posture nice. You know, one thing about Jack, he said, you know, zip it up. He always used to have his shoulders back, Jack Lane. He was perfect with that. And he always taught about, you know, having good posture. So the fact is, if we're slouched over and we, if we hit something, you know, and you're walking and all of a sudden now you're losing your balance. So keep your shoulders back, keep your abs tight, that to me is the first step in that. And then you know what? If you do fall, God help us if you do, hopefully not, but if you do, you'll have strength so you're not gonna break a hip. And I think that's important. So, so again, build the muscle tissue up at any age. I don't care if you're eight or 88, it works. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to stave off not only disease, but stave off injuries. And uh, it'll, it'll work for you because the body's meant to move, number one, but two, if you're building that strength, it's almost like an armor. It's almost like, uh, you know, you're, you're just building this up in case something like that ever occurs. So great. Thanks. So one of the viewers says, I like walking outdoors. Is there a best way to do it? I know I've seen a lot of people with these poles lately. Yeah. You know, you certainly can do that if you're coordinated in, and I'll tell you, if you're using your arms, there's no doubt uh, you're, you're burning more calories um, with, without a question because you're dual movements. Again, as long as they're poles and they're not, um, they're not weights that are, that are jarring and jamming the joints, uh, you're okay. So I don't have a problem with walking outside. Now, the reason walking outside is probably better than a treadmill is because usually when you walk outside, there's different elevations and you might have a little hill, you might have uh, something where you have to walk down. So the, the terrain is important. And uh, you know certainly you're, you're gonna burn extra calories if you walk outside as opposed to a treadmill. Unless you have the treadmill at 15 or 10 or 15% incline, but not everybody likes that because there's where balance comes in because it's a little harder. If you ever try to do a, a, a treadmill at 15%, you're walking uphill, it's tough. And so you know people are holding on to the railings and so forth. So walk outside. And if you don't have outside because the weather's bad, get inside. That's okay too. Yep. What are your thoughts about Pilates and stretch band exercises, or do you prefer dumbbells or kettlebells? Oh, good question. Anything that gets us to move. Some people like yoga. Some people like Pilates. I think they all have their purpose. Um, resistance. I know one thing that it does, and that is. It, it prepares you for everyday activity. So it's functional fitness. Um, when you're putting your body through a stressor, the muscle hypertrophies, AJ, and what that means, not to be too technical, has anybody out there uh, ever had a cast, okay? Right, you, your arm's in a cast, you broke your arm, then once the cast is removed, what's happened? My gosh, the arm got skinny, right? 
it, it atrophied, it atrophied. Now, what we want, and the only way I know to do this, the best way, the quickest way, is through muscle activation. How do you do that? It's through resistance. It could be, again, surgical tubing. It could be through Pilates. That's okay, too. But the bottom line is there has to be some type of resistance to the body. That's when the muscle hypertrophies or grows. And ladies, here's the best thing. You're not going to get big muscles. Don't worry about it. You get toned and tight and defined muscles. Big difference than guys. Guys have testosterone. They get a little more girth, if you will. And, and so don't worry about lifting weights, ladies. Trust me what I tell you. It's the best thing for you. Absolutely. Lori says, does hiking on a very steep incline or big mountain count at all as resistance? Good question. Absolutely. Because why? You're putting your muscles through a stressor, especially when you're climbing up a hill. So you're using, again, you're using your, your quadriceps, your hamstrings, your gluteus maximus. So it's one way to, to build the muscle tissue for sure. So there's a dual movement, I can tell you, that, that works cardiovascular and resistance together, for sure. And you're absolutely getting both elements and components of fitness in one, uh, in one workout. Um, now, here's the other thing, though. You have to go back down the hill. So uh, that's where we got to be actually even more careful. Going up the hill is one thing. You know, you're utilizing muscle groups and uh, large muscle groups. Going down the hill, you got to be careful of stress on the knee. But other than that, go up that hill. It's good for you. <laughs> For sure. Right. Well, here's a fun question. Randy says, how do you deal with a spouse that loves to sit and watch TV for hours or sit at a computer for hours to play games? Ooh, tough one. Well, I'm not a marriage counselor, but I tell you, <laughs> the family that weighs together stays together. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, the only thing you can do as a spouse, because you can't nag. Believe me, I've been married, what, 25 years now. So uh, you cannot, you can't nag. So what do you do? Hey, honey, let's, uh, let's go for a walk after dinner tonight. You lead. And that's, that's how you get them off the, off the couch. That's the first step. And only if it's a couple minutes or maybe put your favorite song on that you guys, uh, you know, uh, had when you were uh, dating and, and dance a little bit, anything to get them up. Once they get the endorphins released, that's what motivates people to continue. But, but yeah, you can't nag. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, probably the worst thing you can do because they'll resent it. They will absolutely resent and won't do it just because of that. So you got to get out there and, and just say, hey, let's go for a walk tonight after dinner. Then you get half a chance. <laughs> yeah. If nagging worked, I would have everything I wanted. <laughs> it doesn't. You're right. So wait. I, oh, this is a fun question from Jan. Did you ever do any exercise videos with Elaine? Boy, what a great question. We did not do an exercise video. Now, you know, and it's because of this COVID that we didn't. We had, uh, if anybody knows anything about Florida, the Villages is a, is a um, uh, community down there for 55 plus, but there's 130,000 baby boomers down there. Elaine and I had a book signing that we were gonna do at Barnes and Noble. It's March 21st, I'll never forget it. We're all set, we have our tickets, we're gonna meet, we're gonna exercise at Jack's Place at Cabana, uh, Cabana Resort, which is uh, in Orlando. We were gonna do some things and exercise and, and film it. And of course this COVID hit. And I did not get a chance to uh, meet her that day, which was just sad because, uh, you know, we, we certainly could, uh, we could have uh, really had some fun with it for sure. And, uh, but there's future, you know, future, she lives in California. I'm in Ohio. So there's a, there's a geographical uh, disconnect there right now. But, uh, but I will tell you this, we, we still have things up our sleeves. So, you know, it's coming, it's coming. 
and she does some things uh, online. She'll, she'll pop up here and there uh, with some Facebook stuff. It's really fun. And it's only like 30 seconds to a minute long and she makes it really cute. So you have to keep your eyes out for her. So you mentioned you were married. So there's a question if also if you have children and are they avid fitness people like you? I have to tell you, yes, my daughter's 23 and uh, she works out uh, six days a week. And uh, you know, but you know, she, uh, she's, I think because she likes to eat, she likes to work out. She, she is, there's a, a balance there. And uh, you know, she's in great shape. She's in phenomenal shape. And uh, my, my wife works out uh, three times a week at our, at our house, which we have, you know, weights and treadmills and so forth at the house. Uh, but we're pretty active people. And uh, again, that whole idea that, um, that, you know, lean people lead lean lives. It's, you know, it's the habits. We were talking about habits. Oh my God. I love that. Lean people lead lean lives. Oh my, you are like, this is, this is your forte, man. <laughs> it's a mass <laughs> communication degree paid off. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. And, and, and so we do live that lifestyle. We eat very healthy, but you know what? My well, perfect example, my wife, you know, we're all Italian, you know, I'm half Italian. Uh, she's half Italian. She likes to drink wine. And my daughter likes to drink wine, but guess what? There's a payoff. So they know that, uh, you know, something else has to give. So they, they, they make it up with uh, maybe not eating as much uh, that day if they know they're going to have a couple glass of wine, which I think is okay. Uh, you know, to me, I don't drink and I don't smoke. I don't, it's, I'm a little boring. Trust me. They call me boring. That's, that's where I am. But I do it because I, I really want to lead by example. And, uh, you know, I, I, I say WWJD, what would Jack do? That's yeah. always lived by that. And, uh, I, I agree. You know, my, my favorite thing that he said, and, you know, I dedicated my first book to him and then he like died oh right before it came out. And I actually oh, knew somebody geez. that knew him that was going to give it to him. Oh, but, but uh, you know, he said, if God made it, eat it. If man made it, don't eat it. Like don't that's the diet right there. That's it. Don't eat processed oh, food. It's like, oh, that's all sure. you need to know. Yeah. And, and I, I live by that as, as well, uh, AJ. I tell you, uh, you eat clean, lean, and green. And, and clean means if it's processed, yeah, let's, let's limit it for sure. Uh, empty calories have to subside if you want to have success. You know, eat your lean protein. Of course, you know, even if it's plant-based, no problem. It's still protein. You got to have protein. And then green. I don't care what it is. Eat something green on your plate today, folks. You got to have vegetables. They fill you up and not out. Big difference. So... Absolutely. Lean, lean and green. <laughs> you're, I love this. You're, you're so fun to talk to. Anne says, what do you think about ankle and wrist weights to walk or jog? Again, exactly what we talked about about 15 minutes ago. I, you've got to be careful because again, you know, what happens if your knee gets out of alignment because the five pound ankle weights, when you're walking, you hit a, you hit a, a bump in the road and now your knee is, is not in alignment with your toes anymore. And now you've got a strain on the knee because of the ankle weight. So again, depending on your goals, I would say do the cardio without the ankle weights. And then when you're home, get the ankle weights and do some exercises that you can do for your hips and your buns and your thighs. But you just have to be so careful when you're walking or running with weights on your ankles. So I have to tell you, um, you can do it, but just be careful. You gotta right. keep in alignment there. We gotta make sure we're safe, safety first. Great, thank you. Bonnie says, can you please ask Jamie, I have trouble walking, so how can I get some cardio? Oh my gosh, well, there's other non-impact ways to do that. Of course, there's a bike, which is fine. Uh, again, if you're sitting and it's uh, non-weight bearing, there's obviously, if you have access to a pool, that's non-weight bearing. 
uh, even your ellipticals, AJ, are not, um, they're, they're, they're not really weight bearing, okay? So if you're worried about your knees, because walking still is, has stress on the knees. So that's very important to understand. So uh, there, there's ways you can get around that. So do, do those three things right there. If you can have access to water, you can swim, you've got access to stationary bikes, you have ellipticals, right? The ellipticals are the ones that move, you know, just your feet, but you're not, you're not uh, you know, having any impact. And that's where the stress comes on the joints with the impact. That's why I would certainly would not recommend running. So uh, that's out. And oh, there's rowing, you could row. There's a lot of rowing machines out there. So there's ways to get around that. And, uh, and I encourage it too, because uh, don't stop moving. I know it's so funny. Like, you know, when people, again, I think most people are excusatarians. I was once working on a client with weight loss and the reason she couldn't do anything. Okay. So, and I'm not minimizing it because I have trigger thumbs because she had trigger thumb. And I'm like, there are like 167 more bones in your, I mean, like, you know, there's other things you can do. <laughs> right. You don't, you're not just your thumb, you know, you got no. legs, you got arms, you know, it's just, that's one body. Little, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, no, it, we're meant to move our bodies. And, you know, it, if you get stagnant, I will tell you, it's a lot harder to try to, to get up and move when your, your body's not in motion. So we need you to get up. And again, it doesn't take a lot. Like we said in the beginning, it's just the idea of, of making the commitment to yourself that you can do this and it will happen. And like I said, it, it's not if it works 50% of the time, it works 100% of the time when you make the commitment to yourself and you do it and make the, make the appointment with yourself. You know, it's funny, you don't cancel on a, a dentist or a doctor, right? Don't cancel on yourself. This is important to keep that, that appointment with yourself. You deserve it, you owe it to yourself. So yeah. that's what we like to do. And my clients. feeling is, is if they have time to watch this show for an hour, they got time to exercise because they, they can be, be exercising while watching this show. They can be Absolutely. on a, you know, they could be on an arm bike or one of those bikes under their computer or, or on a Correct. spin bike or, or, on, or doing something. AJ, I totally agree. And see, so we want to try to minimize the obstacles to success and time is not a factor anymore. Uh, Impact is not a factor. And you mentioned just something with the arm ergometry, okay? The, the exercises which you can do with your arms, that is a great movement as well as no impact. Now, because your arms aren't as big as your legs, you don't burn as many calories, but it's okay, you're still moving. So I'd love to have more rhythmic, uh, you know, with your lower body. It, it definitely works better. When, when people tell me they don't have time to exercise, I say to them, are, do, are you on Facebook or Instagram? And if they hate, they say, yes, I know they're lying because your phone tells you your screen time. So if you are on, because I don't even do that. I, I'm hardly on any social media anymore oh, except to do my smart. show because I realized it was the, ever since I saw that documentary social dilemma i just don't want any part of it other than my show here which obviously it is on youtube oh my gosh. but but if you're on social media you've got an hour of day to exercise i'm sorry because oh. go look at your phone people right now look at what your screen time is and i guarantee you right you have time oh. to exercise aj i totally agree and you know the thing is you know a lot of people will say in some of your listeners or viewers are saying you know what i just don't have the willpower to do it but it doesn't take willpower it's want power you want you want to have a better body. You want more energy. You want more vitality. You want better abs or buns or thighs. You have to have want power. It's not about willpower. And, and that, that alone is the idea of shifting that renew, that right mindset that we try to focus in on. And because there's a lot of negativity that you can have. Oh, I'm too, we have a case of the twos, I call it. 
oh, it's too cold, it's too hot, it's too light, it's too dark, I'm too, I'm too uh, lazy, I'm too fat, I'm too this. It's a case of the twos. Eliminate that negative stinking thinking, we call it in the book, stinking thinking, and put that stop sign up and say, you know what? You don't have to listen to yourself because bottom line is, you know, you're the one that's listening and uh, you don't have to. If you're constantly you have that negative barb, you know, that what a negative mind chatter, right? I can't do this. I can't do that. You got to put the stop sign up. You can do this. And it, we're making it digestible enough in increments of time. Plus, we're not focused on, the, um, you know, the idea of, of trying to be a, a marathon runner or, or a bodybuilder. And so that makes it more digestible. And, and so if you follow that with your fork and spoon being your best piece of fitness equipment, you got this thing uh, running in the right direction. And you can't go wrong if you eat right. That's one of Jack's lines. Oh, I love that. That's a great one. Robin wants to know if you do online classes. You know what? We just started. Yes. We've been doing it, of course, for the last, um, uh, what, six months? Six months? Yeah. So we've... Uh, We've had, uh, you know, unfortunately, kind of been catapulted into that because of uh, the whole COVID situation. Uh, but yes, yes, we do. And so, um, I mean, she certainly can get in touch with me. And uh, I've got other trainers that, uh, that do the classes with me as well. And uh, a lot of it's just one-on-one. -on -one and uh, we've helped a lot of people. And, uh, but doing it the right way, AJ, I, I believe in integrity. And you have to do it the right way. I don't believe in any crazy snake oils, you know, potions. I know what's worked for me personally. And again, because of my age, I, I can really understand what the baby boomers want. They want to live longer. They want to look younger and they want to feel better. Those three elements, I only know with good nutrition and exercise, that's it. I don't know what else you could do. You can't take crazy pills for that. You just have to focus in on the right thing and it works. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you feel about using an exercise ball instead of a chair? Excellent. And I'll tell you why, because you're engaging your abs throughout. You have to, because it's an unstable surface. So, uh, you know, it's, it's fantastic for, for that movement instead of uh, the floor or, or a chair. Now I will say this sometimes though, and I've dealt with a lot of baby boomers, um, sometimes they get a little weirded out by something that's moving underneath them. And so it shifts. And so uh, if you're okay with that and your balance is good, I'd say uh, the exercise ball works 100% of the time, but just, you gotta be careful. It will shift out and it could, it could fly out. <laughs> so, you know, but they've got weighted ones. They actually have the sand on the bottom that you can actually just, it holds in place better. And so you're not flying all over the place. So, but yeah, use it, it, it works. Great. Annette says, is the resistance in, of water in a pool enough resistance? You know what? Absolutely. It, and again, it, depending on your goal and depending on where you're at with your present fitness level, absolutely. You're still having, you're still, you're, you're pushing your, the, the water with your, your muscles. So the fact is, even though it's non-weight bearing, um, it's still resistance. Now they do make resistance um, uh, little weights like styrofoam weights that you can do in the water, that actually is, is, is more beneficial. But even just using your arms, I mean, let's face it, that is absolutely uh, strengthening the muscle tissue and uh, it's a good exercise. So yes, uh, you definitely are getting tone in the uh, pool. Great way to do it. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, Carla says, I'm 60, I work out and walk every day, but my flexibility is really bad, lower back, hips and legs, any recommendations? I recommend yin yoga for that. I, that's my thing. I've got the best flexibility 
That's oh, like for sure. And I think because you know why you're elongating the muscle. Uh, yoga is perfect for that. I, I totally agree. And it's and it's definitely, but that is a component of fitness that usually I will tell you, AJ, gets pushed aside. It's usually flexibility is the last on the totem pole because people say, oh, I don't have time. Uh, I'm just going to delete that. But that is an important factor in in component of fitness. And uh, and so it doesn't take long to elongate the muscles and stretch them out. But I think it's an important facet to do at the end of the workout. Um, important that you, of course, now back is a whole different story because you want to strengthen and stretch the back. And there's, there's exercise you can do to do that. And uh, uh, but eight out of 10 people are afflicted with back pain at some point in their life. And, you know, you get that little knot, that, that little ache in the lower portion of your back and that L4, L5 right here, anytime you bend forward. So there's exercise we can do that will absolutely alleviate that. And, um, and you don't have to take a trip to the chiropractor that way. So, uh, uh, but you got to be consistent. Remember, you got to be consistent with it. And, and uh, that pain should subside. And, uh, but, but definitely do your flexibility exercises. Yeah, I, I put yoga above almost everything else because it has the yep. mental health benefits too. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, I, I even if it's just twenty minutes a day, I make sure I do at least something from that group. So yep. Veronica says, "What exercise can I do for tight shoulders? I can't move my arms behind my back. I haven't had any injuries." Ah, I wonder if she's got a little bit of a frozen shoulder, and it, as long as there's not an impediment there, and, and you know, you've got uh, there's exercise you can do, of course, that if you're back on the wall you're gonna bring your arms back up on the wall. You go this way, you want it. There's, there's a couple of heads of the shoulders. There's medial, which is the middle portion. There's anterior, which is the front. There's posterior, which is the back. We like to do a lot of things that, that try to focus on. There's four different exercises I can show you right now. Number one is a lateral raise. So you're just going out to the side, okay? That's one, that's the medial deltoid, right? Front is anterior, which is right here, the front. Then you go to the back, which is posterior, right here. And of course, the shoulder press. And if you do that, it's, it's well-rounded. You're gonna strengthen that, that area. Then we always end the shoulders on a stretch. You're here, but, but important that you can do this. You don't even need the weights. You can just do this. You can circle, small circles, reverse it, then get bigger, okay? That alone, will increase the muscle tissue around the shoulders, all right? Plus, it strengthens and stretches the shoulders. And of course, you can stretch this way, but you have to be consistent with the shoulders. What you don't want is a frozen shoulder where you can't, your range of motion is limited, okay? Now, there's, uh, unfortunately, we don't have time to, you know, talk about just a, a shoulder exercise or an injury, but you gotta be really consistent with that movement because we don't want to have the shoulder impeded so you can't go up. That is not a good situation. So anyway, continue to do those. You absolutely, and again, just moving the shoulders in different directions will, will uh, at least alleviate some of that problem, okay? And especially warm up. Warm up is important. Shoulders, shrugs, that, that'll work. So hope that helps. I know we, we can do exercises. Any, I've got exercise for that. Are there any resistance type bands you recommend? Any particular ones or do you sell them? You know, I do not sell them, uh, AJ, but I will tell you this, you can get bands as, as cheap as a couple dollars, okay? Just make sure, and this is a word of uh, wisdom, that number one, the band stays on your foot. It doesn't come up, because it will, and make sure to keep it away from your face, because I've seen 
when people are using bands and all of a sudden it snaps and it, it comes off in the handle, it comes off the handle and boom, it's coming right back up to your face. So make sure you keep it away from your face because you never know when that, that surgical tubing or band is going to break. You got to be careful. But, uh, but any, any bands will do. Uh, real quick, I, I've got one of these here that you can do this as well, that you get all sorts of exercises, at least with this little, you know, surgical, uh, I guess you would call them bands. But um, yeah, you don't have to be cute with any of this stuff. Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, something that you can, uh, to me, it's affordable, it's storable, it's portable, um, you know, things you can take with you on the road. Uh, so there's no excuses. That's the one glory of bands. That's to me, um, there's no excuse. So if you go out or even at, uh, at lunchtime, even if you're working, you still can do this. And, uh, there's, there's a plethora of exercise you can do with the bands. And, uh, and I, I'm an advocate of it for sure. And you can get them any place really. And they're cheap. You don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a band. So yep. hey, you know what, AJ, a towel will work too. Just even a towel. You can do the same, some of the same exercise with a towel. So uh, then really you have no excuses. You know, it's so funny. People are saying how handsome you are and everything like that, and that you remind them of Jack. And it's just great because, you know, that's every time there's a guest on the show, I thank them with a little gift. They get to, if they live in the United States, two free samples of my favorite balsamic vinegar. And I always say to you, if you have anybody to recommend, even though I'm booked till March 22nd of next year, but it's like great people, no great people, you know, kind people. It's just, you're just, I could talk to you a lot longer, but I'm actually have to do a, well, not have to, I want to do, I'm doing a live cooking demo on Jane Velez Mitchell's channel, if you guys want to hop over there at 12 30 so we'll have time for one more question if you don't mind because oh, it is an important one uh from yes. randy who says i like to walk 10,000 steps at least zumba pilates and keep trying the weight room at the y but i don't love that so i really need to add that part how much once a week well you're in cleveland randy so book a private session with jamie wow. and let me motivate you no and you know it, it it's it's great question randy i i will say this it, it maricology sports medicine tells us you need at least two to three days of resistance training, okay? Because that is the best way to hypertrophy the muscle, have the muscle grow. And again, ladies, remember, you're not going to get big muscles when you exercise with weights, trust me, or bands, okay? But at least two to three days of cardio and two to three days of resistance, and you've got it. And again, you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours doing it. Remember what we just said, consistency beats intensity any day of the week. So... Just get out there and do it. I always say, learn it, live it, lose it. You're going to love it. So that's what we want to do. We want to focus on your health. Great. Well, this has been wonderful. I really, you are very, very inspiring. And, and oh, thank you I, so much. I love your book, guys. I've posted a link many times if you want to get it to If You Want to Live Move that he wrote with Elaine Lelane, who is just one of yes. the most wonderful people. And, and, and uh, thank you so much for what you do to inspire people to, to feel you. better, look better, like live longer, and put the boom back in baby boom. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so it, it much. It was very fun talking to you and happy Thanksgiving. And thank you guys so much for watching another episode yes. of Chef AJ Live. We are having a live show tomorrow. It's going to be an extended show. We are doing live cooking demos with seven of the best chefs. And you can cook along with us. If you're on my mailing list, you've already gotten the ingredient list. So take care. Thanks so much, Jamie. Be well. Thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs>